Catechism of the Catholic Church in a year. Today is day 168, and we begin with number 1253. Baptism is a sacrament of faith, but faith needs the community of believers. It is only within the faith of the church that each of the faithful can believe. The faith required for baptism is not a perfect and mature faith, but a beginning that is called to develop. The catechumen or the godparent is asked, What do you ask of God's church? The response is faith. For all the baptized, children or adults, faith must grow after baptism. For this reason, the church celebrates each year at the Easter Vigil the renewal of the baptismal promises. Preparation for baptism leads only to the threshold of new life. Baptism is the source of that new life in Christ from which the entire Christian life springs forth. For the grace of baptism to unfold, the parent's help is important. So too is the role of the godfather and the godmother, who must be firm believers, able and ready to help the newly baptized child or adult on the road of Christian life. Their task is, is a truly ecclesial function. The whole ecclesial community bears some responsibility for the development and safeguarding of the grace given at baptism. The ordinary ministers of baptism are the bishop and priest, and, in the Latin church, also the deacon. In case of necessity, anyone, even a non-baptized person, with required intention, can baptize by using the Trinitarian baptismal formula. The intention, requ- the intention required is to will to do what the church does, does when she baptizes. The church finds the reason for this possibility in the universal saving will of God and the necessity of baptism of salvation. The Lord himself affirms that baptism is necessary for salvation. He also commands his disciples to proclaim the gospel to all nations and to baptize them. Baptism is necessary for salvation for those to whom the gospel has been proclaimed and who have had the possibility of asking for this sacrament. The church does not know of any means other than baptism that assures entry into eternal beatitude. This is why she takes care not to neglect the mission she has received from the Lord to see that all who can be baptized are reborn of water and the Spirit. God has bound salvation to the sacrament of baptism, but he himself is not bound by his sacraments. The church has always held the firm conviction that those who suffer death for the sake of the faith without having received baptism are baptized by their death for and with Christ. The baptism of blood, like the desire for baptism, brings about the fruits of baptism without being a sacrament. For catechumens who die before their baptism, their explicit desire to receive it, together with repentance for their sins and charity, assures them the salvation that they were not able to receive through the sacrament. Since Jesus died for all, and since all men are in fact called to one and the same destiny, which is divine, we must hold that the Holy Spirit offers to all the possibility of being made partakers, in a way known to God of the Paschal Mystery. Every man who is ignorant of the gospel of Christ and of his church, but seeks the truth and does the will of God in accordance with his understanding of it, can be saved. It may be supposed that such persons would have desired baptism explicitly if they had known its necessity. As regards children who have died without baptism, The church can only entrust them to the mercy of God, as she does in her funeral rites for them. Indeed, the great mercy of God, who desires that all men be saved, 
and Jesus' tenderness toward children, which caused him to say, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. Allow us to hope that there is a way of salvation for children who have died without baptism. All the more urgent is the church's call not to prevent little children coming to Christ through the gift of the holy baptism. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, the, uh, the, the sacrament that is sprung out of faith also provides a seed of faith. It's kind of a strange back and forth, but it, you know, we see like in the catechism, this, <laughs> this need to develop and mature the faith that starts in baptism, right? It can't be, uh, faith uh, as, as a gift has to come from God. And so even though, uh, there's already a, a kind of an inkling of faith that is, um, you know, started in us when, when we, we request baptism for ourselves or for our children, it, it grows from there. It, 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 it blossoms because of what was offered because at, in baptism, there is a, a gift, a grace that is, uh, placed, uh, within us. And so, the church tries to be as generous as possible, knowing how powerful this sacrament is and how necessary it is. She is as generous and as what we would say liberal as we can uh, to to who can baptize. So we want a bishop or a priest or deacon uh, to offer baptism and and to be the ordinary minister. But in any case, it is let's see how broad we can do it. And the person doesn't. It's, it sounds strange. Um, but it also speaks to the effectiveness of the sacrament to say you don't even have to believe <laughs> what the church believes to be able to offer the sac- sacrament. It's why we don't rebaptize adult converts uh, from Protestant denominations. Is, is that if they've been baptized, it's done. Like that's that's an effective change in the life of of the Christian. Um, but but the so. But even you know, I used to be training for nurses who worked in, um, in delivery rooms, etc., to learn how to baptize properly uh, in case of an emergency. Even you know, Jewish nurses, you know, who, who who don't believe in the Trinity would still be able to proclaim this and and affect this grace because God provides what is necessary, right? He doesn't um, he doesn't you know limit himself. Uh, to to you know whenever when something that is of such great importance, and we see though how how that necessity it's very delicate, um, you know, and the fact that we try to be as open as possible to to who can baptize and how freely we give out baptism, but at the same time we're we're, we're recognizing that it's us who are bound to that necessity. We are we are. Uh, know we've been revealed to us how one is to be saved, you know, through through this grace of baptism. But the reality is that God is not bound by baptism by any means. Um, that He is total freedom, and so He can do as He pleases, which is why we can entrust, you know, the unbaptized child to the mercy of God. Is because His grace can still work even without baptism. But we are bound to it because. We are under the authority and the guidance of God, and so we know what He has said. We know His great commission. We know the the power of the sacrament. We know through His church, you know that that baptism is uh, necessity for our sake, or for the sake of our salvation. Um, but God is the one who's done doing all of the work, and so we see the these three different types of baptism: the normal baptism, the baptism of desire, and the baptism of 
of martyrdom. And, and you know, we don't, you know, praise God we don't see baptism by martyrdom too often, but there was a bit, there has a, actually a very recent, a relatively recent uh, case of this that was very famous, which was the Coptic Christians uh, in Syria. And, and there was, you know, you can look it up the images and the icons actually really powerful. And if I remember the numbers correctly, it was 20 men were placed, 21 men were placed on the beach, 20 of them Christian. And one by one, they were told, uh, you know, renounce Christ and, and proclaim, you know, become Muslim. And one by one, they said, no, slit throat one, you know, and, and all the way down. And then the 21st guy was, was rounded up with these Christians, but he was not. Uh, he had never been baptized. He, hadn't, he wasn't a church-going man or anything like that. And they said, who is your God? And he said, their God is my God. And they slit his throat too, unbaptized, and is now considered a saint uh, by the Coptic Church, and rightly so. Right? He proclaimed Christ with his blood. Uh, he was baptized. He shared in the, mar- in the death of Christ by proclaiming Christ and remaining faithful unto his own death. It isn't what we would desire for one another. We ought not desire martyrdom for one another. But at the same time, we should desire the, that effect to have such great faith, to be able to proclaim Christ with our actions and our, and our words, and to be able to say uh, with him, I, you know, if it be in the will of God, to praise God in heaven forever, because we too desire that grace that flows from baptism to be able to, to live with him into eternal life.